Hello, welcome to VIP Boxing's Bell to Bell podcast, episode number 75. 25 to go, and we're, we're up to a century. Uh, hopefully, we'll make it, we'll see. Um, whether you're watching on YouTube or you've downloaded for a listen on iTunes, Spotify, you know, leave, leave us a review if you can and subscribe to the VIP YouTube channel. That would be most welcome. It has jumped up quite a lot last couple months anyway, but that's good. Anyway, I'm Steve Lillis. With me as usual, my co-host, John Evans, and his trusty Hearns Duran poster. Welcome, John. How are you doing, Steve? So, yeah. sport, we should say uh, Sports Podcast Awards gave us a, a boost this week, didn't it? As well? I on saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. We must be doing something, right? Even, even our guest is. Anyway, our guest this week, I'd say it's a bloke. I rarely see. I think we speak about every two months on text. But we and we used to see him all the time before we got shown the what we were out the door at Box Nation. But he is a great, he's a he's a great pal. He's one of those people I don't see a lot, but he's a big mate. Barry Jones, how are you, mate? I'm all right, Steve. Yeah, I know. I miss yeah. you actually. I miss those um those I'd be saying it every time I see you, but I miss those Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, we miss them. It's true. Yeah. But I was John, John was in there once a month on a once, yeah, twice so, a month yeah. on Steedo's show. And we were you I mean John was saying how he missed it and got you know the other week to me, weren't you, John? When we were chatting. I was, yeah, and I'll tell you what, there was a fight this weekend which was made for Box Nation. Tony Yolker against Martin Bacoli. In yeah, oh, crikey, that was yeah. A Box Nation show all over, wasn't it? And I I'll tell you what. And congratulations to Billy Nelson because he said he'd win that fight all the way. I know Billy's not everyone's cup of tea, but he's a mate of mine anyway. But um, I'll get on all right with him. But he said all the way along that was the fight he'd win. So fair play. But I haven't seen Billy on Twitter challenging the world since then and threatening <laughs> Celtic fans. <laughs> anyway, Barry, what, what have you been up to, Barry? I hear your dulcet tones on Five Live. What's going on in your world, mate? Yeah, I, was, I did a bit on Talk Sports Saturday. Um... Just an hour. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, I was in not much. Steve, you know, it's like I'm just scraping around for a living, and I, you know, what I mean, not, not, I'm, I'm too, I'm too good looking for TV, apparently. And then, um, you know, I talked, I talked too slow for radio. Yeah, I don't know what to say. What can I tell you? I can't, I can't, I can't get a job for trying. I feel like that. What that, what that politician said this week. You know, it must be. Um, I should be looking for more hours, or getting, a, getting a job which pays more. I think that's a. Uh, that's obviously what I'm. What but I'm you doing know wrong. what? You're wearing the best football shirt I've seen in ages. That's a that's a cracker that yeah. is, with with a big Umbro logo. That's a proper yeah, retro it, old school. What is it? Is it Santos, Barry? Is that I think, Santos? I think it is. You know, I just sure. got it. It was in the sale. So, See, it, he's I, even shopping in sales now. Before we <laughs> used to shop in Armani. Yeah, nah, I know. With Sports ice, direct bargain rack. I used to have someone to shop for me. Now I'm shopping for myself. This is the weird thing. <laughs> we, 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 we used to have a car that knocked the door. Now I'm, now I'm delivering for them. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll tell you, well, Matt Smith, he still delivers for Tesco, I think. Does he? Does he? Yeah. He, was, yeah. he took a few weeks off. Um, he worked all through lockdown, loved the job that much. He carried on doing it. And then they let him have a few weeks off when he was introducing the BT cricket overnight during the winter. True story. Wow. Because he well, loved working for Tesco. Nice. A good pension, Tesco. Yeah. That's why. Clever. <laughs> Always a motive with you. He just don't want to help old ladies and chat to me once he's Tesco <laughs> benched anyway. Look, there's an angle everywhere, you know that, Steve. Yeah. Anyway, we'll crack on. Um, you know how it works, Barry. We chat for three minutes each topic. You're a great guest. We wheel out every three months and uh, you're, you're, you're good value. John rings that bell. 
Are you ready with your clocks and whatever, all that, all that yeah, sophisticated equipment go. there you have, John? All everything's that everything's ready to go. Complicated setups already to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you, well, well, do you have your clock ready, John? <laughs> your clock in is your clock in hand. <laughs> it is, Barry. Yeah. Yeah, it's in hand, ready to go. Just, just out of <laughs> screenshot here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ah, dear, dear. Anyway, this is um, you know, boxing talk, uh, <laughs> clock talk, chop talk, whatever you're talking about. Round one, Barry. You're going to start about a couple of brothers who are dominating. No, it's mine one, that isn't it? The Charlo. Oh, sorry, brothers. sorry, sorry. My apologies. It's John. Start again, John. My yeah, mistake. The, <laughs> the Charlo brothers. I love the Charlo brothers. I love everything about them, and I've loved them for a long time. And I don't think they get the appreciation they deserve. If you, I was just looking back over Jamel's career recently. These fights he's been having, um, Castaño, just shootouts, wild shootouts. The thing I like about Charlo is he can punch, he's vulnerable, but he takes incredible risks, doesn't he, to get his own shots off. Yeah. If you're in a firefight with Charlo, it's kill or be killed. He's going to try and take you out. But then I was thinking back about this light middleweight division as a whole over the last four years, and there's been some fantastic fights. Charlo Harrison... Heard against Julian Thompson. Oh, crikey, yeah. Castagno against Charlo. I, I think it's been great. I think it's an underrated division. And I think Jamel, in particular, might be one of the most under underrated and underexposed fighters we've got. I think so. I think even though even though he, he, he's... He can, I don't think he's vulnerable. I think he's got a great chin, actually. No, yeah. He takes... You know, he has to get hit. I, I mean, if, you, if that's what you mean, I think he's there to be hit at yeah. times. Once he throws a shot, he commits to it and everything. But, like, as you can see, I picked him to knock... Castanio out actually for this return. I mean, I, on, on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, I said I, I think he'll stop him, but I don't know why I'm saying this because I have no, there's no real basis to prove that he would stop him, even though he's the, he, he seemed a bigger puncher. Though his percentage-wise, Castano was a bigger puncher, but Charlo clearly was for me. But Castano can take a good shot, and he and he proved that in the first fight, which was a one of the best fights you've ever seen. To be honest, the first one was a was a great war. And the second one as well. I, I, I think you're right with Charlo. I did meet the Charlo twins once. I was working, I think it maybe it was Golovkin Canelo 2. And I walked past them and they said, and they, they went, excuse me, really nice. And I went, yeah. And they asked me, they thought I was working in the arena and asked me where the toilet was. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I, yeah, so I got, I got a bit, so I didn't, I didn't like him for a while because of that. I didn't know which one said it. They were both together and I couldn't tell them apart. But yeah. I was but once... He, Fox Nation days, you might remember this. I had a sauna once. I went in the sauna and Jamal was there. And you know what? He was a right miserable bastard. But I'll say that's for <laughs> another day. But maybe that's why their um, public persona isn't. Not because they're miserable to Steve Lillis and asked Barry Jones where they could have a shit. And that's not that's not the reason. <laughs> they're great fighters. I think Jamal's won seven and seven and zero in world title fights, the middleweight. Brothers only lost one in about eight or nine world title fights. But you know what? They don't exactly sell themselves. They're pretty moany and gripey. You know, you saw one of them. Not there's anything wrong with that. Dig out Coppinger the other night. You know, you saw their crony shouting down an Australian reporter the other night. I don't think they help themselves PR-wise. But yeah. it doesn't stop them from being tremendous fighters. And to be so dominant. I kind of like that. But they're on it 24-7. If you say something to a Charlo brother, no matter where it is, they're going to put it on you. And I quite like that. Round two, over to you, Barry. And someone you think might it might be dominating boxing like uh, Jamel Charlo. Could even fight him if he moves up one day. 
Yeah, Jaron Ennis. Uh, for me, I think, you know, they, 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 people say he's, gonna, he's the future of the welterweight division, but I think he's there now. I, I really do. He's, well, he's 24 years of age. Yeah. And 24 years of age in this generation, he really is a baby. But he's 29 and 0, 27 knockouts. And he is a young man here who can pretty much do it all. Great boxing skills, can punch with either hand, timing's impeccable, never panics under any sort of pressure he's been put under. And he's had a good run of fighters as well. He's boxing good. His last, so, okay, the Van Heerden fight was probably the easiest one he's had for a while. But no, no, Clayton, no, the, the, the again, Saturday night, Clayton undefeated in 20 fights. And he blasts him out there in two rounds. Like, like, he, didn't, like, he, like he didn't even deserve to be there. And I just think for me, He's ready now. And I, I I thought before, you just got to keep hold of him. I remember having a discussion with someone else and saying he's not ready. They were saying he, he could fight for a world title tomorrow. This was about six, eight months ago. And I sort of thought, he got to wait until Crawford and Spence get to, you know, have another 18 months worth of damage maybe or something, or, you know, or longevity, get them to the end of their careers and then either they retire, move up in weight, or he gets them when they're older. But I think he's ready now. I do. Yeah. You know what, Frank, I think they're mates with the Charlo, so maybe that won't happen that far. I made a mistake there. But you know what, I looked at his record when you said you were going to speak about him. You know, remember him going back to the Box Nation days. He, we had his fights on that. Yeah. You know, you look at 24, he went pro about seven, I think he was 18 when he went professional. What he's shown is how you really build a prospect, you know, with a gradual step up. You know, we talk a lot on this pod about how well Connor Ben's been built up. You know, I'm not comparing them at all, but Ennis has been built up brilliantly. I've never committed long-term to one promoter. And you know what? It's mad to think that Spence is 32 and he's 24. Maybe it's, you know, I'm sounding really old because you're thinking now Spence could be passing the torch to him in 12 months' time if they fought or 18 months. It's mad to think when we still think there's more to come from Spence. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. The thing I, thing I like about Ennis is, He's, he's already got developed that aura about him, hasn't he? On, when he got in yeah. the ring on Saturday night, he looked the part, didn't he? That guy, Clayton, was terrified of him. He, he didn't want to let a shot go, did he? Because he was he was petrified of taking something back. Everyone was watching him at ringside. Spence was, was there watching him. But he just looked imposing. He looked cool as anything. He just looked like it was another day in the park. And uh, yeah, any any serious business for anyone. I think we call that we call that the Canelo effect because that I think your reputation precedes you know, and yeah. so that's what happens to Canelo up until the, the last fight. You go into the ring, they're aware of what you can do, and it's almost like they're expecting to get hurt before yeah. they get hurt, which means their whole game plan's changed. They're not going in there with a positive mindset. Come free over to me. Um, Cat's not right. It's about Jack Catchall. The dub, you know, Josh Taylor's either vacated or or been stripped, depending on who you believe in the WBA title. WBA now now likely to out, um, Albert Puello, possibly Ishmael Barroso, who's Venezuelan, which like, the, the organisation are and has been around forever. It seems that we, we, I think we're now getting up to three months after Taylor Catterall, and he's almost forgotten Jack. The only person who's talking about him is when he's tweeting himself, when he's tweeting about, I'll be a world champion on Twitter. You know, he's keeping him, he's the one who's keeping himself out there. And, you know, all this outcry afterwards, it just shows how easily you're forgotten in boxing. You know, he's still 12 with the WBA, three with the WBO, four with the BC, six with the IBF. That might change maybe in the next rankings. But, all the governing bodies, you know, I think there was hints we'll look into it. Not a thing's been said three months on. And all I'm seeing is Jack tweeting pictures of, it, that, of that fight with him saying, I will become world champion. It's a real shame that 
Jack just seems forgotten. I was interested in both, but simply what you think, John, because I know you're very close to Jack. Yeah, I, it, it's sad, isn't it? I, I was hoping we were going to capitalise on the momentum and get him out very quickly. Even announce a fight. You know, says I believe his rooms he's going to fight in July, possibly. Um, but just announce it, you know, so that people don't forget him. But you were just reading out the rankings there. And we all know the way boxing works. That's two years, isn't it, from a title yeah, shot? Yeah, Number, number three can be two years, let alone number 12. No, it matters being number one, nothing else, sorry. He's now, um, who needs Jack? You know, so he's number one there, you know, who, for famous who needs him club, Jack's president of that now. And it's just gone wrong, hasn't it? He, it's one of the worst robberies I've ever seen. And he's got absolutely nothing from it. He's not even got notoriety where they can put him in another fight. I, I don't know. Maybe the whole situation with MTK and Pro Bellum's not helped him, but... Poor Jack, yeah, like you say, Steve. Well, I, well, I was I was ringside that night, and, and he boxed out of his skin. He was just punch perfect. He really wasn't. But the WBA today, actually, funny thing, have announced yeah. that they're gonna. Uh, if this is true, if this is true, what I've, what I've read on Twitter, they're gonna announce the top six fighters in in their ranking can give their can give their can almost like um presentation. Say, yeah, why I should be why I should be the next challenger. Like pretty much to put is it is it Albert Puello? Albert Puello's guaranteed, yeah. Yeah. So they, they state their case. The other top the other top six state their case why they should fight him. Like, what is it gonna be next? I put on Twitter just now, what's it gonna be? The Bush Chucker trial or a public a public vote who's gonna get the world title shot? It's ridiculous, isn't it? If if they're if they're looking for somebody, get the guy who really almost everyone thought should be the champion. Yeah. Hey, then O'Hara Davis O'Hara Davis is number three, so he's gonna state his case. Oh. Yeah. Round four, well, this is going to be fun, John. Who would you ban? Yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, who, you, you or, need, you who or what would you ban? Now, I, I was going to put this WBA apprentice thing in the bin after I heard about that today. But I was watching the Charlo fight at weekend, and the prick from the WBC who was trying to get the T-shirt on Jamel Charlo after that fight, I was going fucking mad watching it. Charlo's there, he's just become the undisputed champion in his division with all his belts. And he had that prick in his face, trying to get a T-shirt on him. It, it was like watching, um, you know, when a mum's trying to get a T-shirt on a toddler and we don't want to do it and we're not interested. He was stood there for about three minutes trying to get this fucking T-shirt on Jamel Charlo. Ban him. He needs banning from the sport. That's the, third, that's the one I'd ban that. And I hate these T-shirts. You know, a guy's won a world title on the... The photographs we've got with all the belts were stood there with a shit T-shirt on. I'd have it off, I'd have it in the bin, and I'd pose with my belts. So ban the WBC T-shirt, man. Tell you what, I've, I've, got a, I've got a crack in my wall where it's got even wider since you started there, John. <laughs> I've got one, and, and Lilith will agree with this, and it's the the, the people from the commission in, in New York. Oh, oh what yeah. are they like? That they, guy, they, you know the guy, I can't, Puerto Rico, I know the guy who's yeah, all, yeah. But, like, so we did, I, I was ringside for a uh, uh, Taylor and Serrano, and literally, you got like four people. One, like four people are ringside. You, the, the corner can't get in the corner to do the work. In the last round of the Taylor fight, they wouldn't allow the they wouldn't allow the trainer in the ring. There was murder. They could so the so remember this is a this is a close fight that could have gone either way potentially, and they wouldn't allow. And you know, when you need advice, but but Taylor needed needed help. To push the motivational, if anything, for that last round, to go up that big push for the last two minutes, and the trainer couldn't get in the ring. 
because all these commissions, they're all trying to do like, their yeah. jobs were trying to get their, their five seconds of fame on TV, win a lot of win a lot of training in the ring, because they said only one's allowed in, which one, and there was a big argument about it, and they just they're just awful. I know you have some people there making sure no one takes drugs and people there watching for you know the, the safety of the boxer, but come on, let the corner do their work. Yeah. Ban them. That's why we've, we've had that conversation a lot. Again, many times, Saturday yeah. night, many especially New York Commission. You know I'd ban. And no, well, I'm banning because he's a good MC. I'd ban guys, yeah, I would. Fuck it. I'd ban guys like David Diamante and MCs who insist in getting <laughs> in every every camera angle and every picture. You're there to get a bit of atmosphere, tell people who's won a fight, how much a guy weighs if you don't know it. Yeah, you can rev the atmosphere. You're not there to get in every single shot. You know, <laughs> I, it does my nothing when I watch The Zone and we're doing the ringside introductions at the end and you're seeing more of David Diamante than Anthony Joshua. And you sick <laughs> after their fight. Can, can I? No, I am finished. No, this carry on. Come on. Carry on. Carry on. Oh, I got low. I got low. I would, I would ban everyone, right? This is going to be digging people out now. I'd ban everyone who gives themselves a pretend name. So, Ray, <laughs> yeah. Ray, Ray Rahim. I don't know him, and he might be a lovely bloke. And I, and I, and if you listen to this and you want to see this, I, I apologize, Radio, if that's your first name. If, it, if it's your first name, I really apologize. <laughs> your name, but like, I, I, no, your name's Rahim or something. And there's another one there because they give themselves a pretend name. You just you, your name's Raheem, man, is it? Or your name's something else? You're not Raider Raheem. And also, he inter- he mentions his name before and after he speaks to the fighter, which I understand. You know, you want to keep yourself relevant and in the line and, and make sure people know who you are. But they got to become a point where you no, know, he meant he interviews Sonny Edwards, the world champion, and he mentions himself more than Sonny Edwards. Yeah. So, I got confused who, who who was interviewing who and who was the subject of the interview and, and who was the most important person in this conversation. And and again, I'm digging up one person, but he's not on his own there. There's, there's other oh, mate, up. I'd have Gareth A. Davies, that aerial M. Wall in America. They're the journalists who want to be celebrities. Oh, 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 oh. Or talk about what you're talking about. You hey, wanna, hey. You're, you're wearing it. You've got an image. You know, they try to give themselves an image of what they wear, wearing sunglasses indoors, and get off of Bob Arum taking the piss out of them. And the aerial oh. NY go, whatever he's called. I don't know. He, you know the guy, aerial. He, and he's got, I saw a bit of work he did, and it was really good. So he's not bad at his job. But he's on, he's on camera. I'm the man who's taking over and all that. It does my fucking shedding. John, you've caused murders here with this subject, mate. You've caused murders. i got to say, i got to say as well, just just so just so I don't show any bias, my mate, and I love him, and Steve, bigger mate than yours, and he's a mine, of course, and you love him as well, Big Daddy Bunce. I can't, I can't say Rahim. I can't say you give yourself a false name if Steve got a false name. <laughs> He's gonna kill you. Oh, I know, you're bad, I know. I said that on purpose, just the white. Yeah, no. <laughs> but he's he's grafted at the sport for many, many years. Fucking, ah, oh, don't even go on about it. John. You should never have picked that subject because I'm in a bad mood now. You've ruined my night. My wife's dropped four pints of milk all over the kitchen just before this, so it's gonna stink of a cow in the morning. My kitchen, and you've gone about who's but you you brought up people who wind me up and being barrier, but ah. Oh, um, anyway, <laughs> round five, we've gone overboard there. The guy that edits this ain't going to know what's going on tonight, but he ain't going to edit any of that out, because uh, I'll make sure of it. Um, round five, over to you, Barry. We're going to bit of, a bit of heaven now, domestic heaven. That's John again there. No, no, 
No, light heavyweights, Barry. finished. This you, you're light heavyweights. Oh, yes, you know what? I forgot about that. I was, was going to go Shakur Stevenson. And I realised, I was trying to keep everything positive. Oh, yeah, the light heavyweights. Can you believe? So we've had, so we've had, no, we've had Yad and Arthur. And now, we, and now on Saturday, we're going to get Richards and Boazzi. It's just a trend that's going to that's gonna stick. Because you know, for all those, you know, we, we had these, before Richards really involved, before, before, Arthur was really involved. We had these the crop of, of young heavy light heavyweights with loads of potential who were never going to fight each other. And now all of a sudden, slowly but surely, they're gravitating towards each other. And I just think if this fight's good on Saturday, is this the start of something special for us? All these light heavyweights actually getting to fight each other. You know, will, will we get will we get to see you know, the the guy who, the guy who never gets to look in? You know, you know, you know, maybe maybe get a shot with one of the others. I, I, I'm not quite sure, but I think in, let's be positive and hope that this Saturday's a good fight, and then Yad gets to fight one of them, or Callum Callum Johnson for God's sake, the most the the, the unluckiest fighter on the planet, gets to fight one of his one of his rivals domestically at least because he's not getting no luck anywhere else. You know what? You talk about a light heavyweight division. When you brought this up, it got me thinking. You actually, Richards suddenly looks a much better fight, and it would have done a lot because of Richards' performance against yeah. Bivol. But you know what? I'm gonna make a case for, for on on that form against Bivol for Craig Richards, the Spider Man, being one of the most improved fighters anywhere. Oh, I saw yeah. him at York Hall be. Andre Sterling, I think, six, yeah. seven yeah. fights ago, and he won easy. Um, I'm not sure it was points or a late stoppage. I can't remember. Um, but uh, it was at York Hall. And he won well that night. But that was just at southern area level. Even then, you weren't certain he'd even reached British level. So for, for him to have found himself, the formies the, since then, you know, you, you, you say you put you get in what you put out. Well, you, you get out of boxing what you put in. And he must be reward for that. It's a fight I never thought would happen because I know they're all quite close and I know Buatzi knows Richard's sister well. I think he knows the mum as his mum as well. The fight I didn't fight happened, but now suddenly it's a lot more intriguing than it would have been eight, nine months ago. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I, I'm going down that weekend. I think it's going to be a cracker. I, th I think it, it'll be one of them that gathers momentum as the fight gets closer as well. And if a Richards that fought in 9, 10, 11, 12 against Bivol turns up, Buatzi's got his hands full. But you're just going back to Yard and Boazzi. That's too big not to happen, isn't it? If Boazzi looks as yeah. looks what we think he can be this weekend, Yard and Boazzi has got to happen in the next year. It's too big not to. Yeah. Round six, final one. This, you had a bit of a laugh tonight. Um, I've enjoyed it a lot. I always do with you, Barry and John, of course. But be patient. <laughs> now, about one, at the moment, one in ten boxers scans are raising queries. You may know this and... May not. There was uh, one in Scotland last week um, yeah. that 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 came that, that came up. Um, um, this middleweight um, Chopper Smith. He, he's one come up last week, um, and it was borderline. And they were going to let him fight, but then it was stopped. Now it seems that one in one in ten about are now being pulled out of fights after scans. I was told and. A promoter told me he's going to send me the a doctor's wrote a report. Someone's wrote well, someone's written a report and suggesting that a lot of these scans are being caused because they're boxers that have had COVID. And no one's getting knocked back at all. It used to be from 
you know, maybe 10 boxes a year would get queries, Ray. You're now getting 10, 11 a month. And the boxers are really, really frustrated over this. Promoters are. But in the last four weeks, we've had two serious injuries. And I was at the one where the girl, Alejandro Ayala, was injured on Friday. And, you know, you wrestle with yourself when I, when I you know, it had gone from... When she went to hospital Friday night, it was just for a checkup. In the ring, it just looked exhaustion. And when she was crying in the corner, I was right next to it. You thought it was um, just exhaustion. She had a bit of option left. She left the ring on her own esteem, albeit a little bit groggy. And then it went by the morning, it was concussion. And then I got a message on Saturday night that it was serious. And please, God, she makes a full recovery. Because even though I was up there for nine days, spent a lot of time with her. And I'm not just saying this because, you know, What's happened? She was one of the most charming people I've met in boxing. Nothing was too much. It was lovely. But just boxers, just be patient when you're getting hot, when you're getting pulled up for these medical reasons at the moment. You know, however minor the most of them are, because there could be, you never know, one out of these hundred there are that the board are looking at could cause problems. I mean, there's such a backlog at the board. The Kieran Smith in Scotland, the board that had his report for six weeks but never got to it till the Wednesday before. It shows how many are being knocked back. And I just want boxers to be a bit patient, even though it's losing them fights and income, because we've had these Luis Palmer and Alejandra Alla in the last couple of weeks, and little's been said about them. Yeah, well, obviously I'm a I'm an expert on scans, aren't I? Because that's what sort yeah. of ruined my career. But it's um. Yes. Well, I, my, my scan was pulled originally and, and it turned out not to be a problem and I was allowed to fight again. So it's, but also there's always that thing in the back of your mind, is it a problem? Are, are they sure? You know, there's a lot of things they still don't know even to this day about what, how the brain works and you know, the changes in scans and what, there can be so many different changes that what affects what. And also there's one little change, might, you might need one little change in one part of the brain to, um, Double up with something else for it to be a, to be for something really serious to happen, and and, and so they go. Oh, you got this symptom, you haven't got that symptom, so it might potentially be a problem. So they stop you because of that, rather than definitely knowing what it is. It, it, I, I, but also ultimately, they're always going to err on the side of the caution. I think, and um, without financial backing, the fighters can't really argue it. That's the problem yeah. you have. But also, do you want to argue it? See, when people talk about the brain, it's easy just to say, oh, you've had a problem with your brain scan. Why would you want to fight again? Don't let them fight again. You saved the kid's life. But it's not always that. No, a lot of them are minor, yeah. No, it's not always that. I don't know what, I don't know how the correlation with, with COVID would, 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 would be. Cause that's a, I was just told that the other night by a promoter. Of... Yeah, well it, well, it might be because, you know, but I just can't see because that's, as far as I'm hearing, that's a, a breathing issue, isn't it? Or maybe I, I but either way, it's a, yeah, the, the scans is a worrying thing because obviously, you know, it's there to save you. But also, if boxers are getting pulled every 10 seconds, then it, it does, it it saves their, oh, I, I, what you say? Without what you say, they'll sound like an idiot. It saves their life, but it ruins the sport. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a stupid thing, it's a stupid thing to say because it's the right, that's the it right. Mate, it's the right thing to say, yeah. It, it, it must be difficult for these lads because we all know Danny Wright from the IP got pulled, didn't he? Uh, Kofi, Kofi Yates had a problem. And you, when you're speaking to these lads and you know, they know they've had a problem up and they can't do anything and they're so frustrated, there's no symptoms, is there? They're not aware no. of any difference. They're not aware of not. any change. And, and I think that's what causes the frustration and causes them to keep sparring, keep going in the gym and, think, and keep trying. But you're right, Steve, it's for the sake of a couple of months while we get to the bottom of it, it's, it's, you only have to look at these accidents. It's, it's nothing, is it, in the yeah. scheme of your life? 
they're, they're such fearless men and women um, that they, they, they just, you know, they don't see some of them when they say, you know, it's, you know, like the Kieran Smith situation last week, he even got to weigh in. They were that confident he'd be allowed through, but there you go. But on the flip side, and I'm not going to name the boxer because he hasn't announced it. There was another fighter last week who's been who's come back a couple of times, and there's four things apparently that, that, that boxes that tick on. If you fell all four, you lose it, and he's done all that, and he's he's lost his license. But it's down to him to you know to announce that. But um, you know, it, it, it's just a shame. Just you know. You, you can see the frustration these boxers have when it's a minor, th- minor thing they're being allowed, and then a week later it's cleared. Um, it happened to Nathan Gorman's brother, the heavyweight, the other week. He was meant to box in Oldham. He got stopped three days before he was meant to fight, and then a week later he was cleared. So he'll be making his debut soon. Nathan oh, well, so, oh, sorry, so, I'm confused. so they're having issues with their scans, and then yeah. they're saying, oh, no, it's not an issue anymore. Not yeah. an issue anymore. They're minor things. There's one in, There's like one in ten now getting pulled up when the scan's done and the board are not having time, you know, you can't fight this weekend until we've sorted this out. And then the next week, they're all, you know, no one, very few are losing their licence as much as many as there ever did. Oh, wow. Oh, that's even, oh, that's just, I thought they were literally, like, in my case, you were always No, like, no, no. So but, minor. And the, the, the one last week in Scotland, they actually thought it would be pulled through and they said, no, we just want to have a double check, but it'll be fine. You know, they're, they're you know, but that's what I'm saying. These guys need to be a bit patient and understand why. There's, there's an issue there, though, because you're paying the, the boxing board. As, as No, you're paying the boxing board that's what, your fee, and then you're not allowed to earn, but you still have to pay your your yearly membership. And then you know, if, they're allow, if they're stopping you and they're allowing you and they're saying it's a backlog, I understand they're under pressure and they are under pressure, but still, from your own personal point of view, well, mind you, I'm boxing... Saturday, so my my issue should be a priority, so I can get paid to pay you. Yeah, but that's that's the promoters' argument. They're saying that they're not, you know, not that there is an issue. They want safety, but they get fights are getting pulled two days before. I think I Kieran I, Smith I, was pulled on the Friday morning before, I, and he'll be fine to fight. Of, I should think in a month or so. I don't know enough about it, so you're only speculating. But it'd be interesting to know if the thresholds for change have been re- lowered, and that's why more people are flagging up. Or as the equipment just got better and it's finding more, you know what's yeah, caused well, we the, what's well, caused was, a sudden increase. See, my my with my issue, it was because MRI scans were brand new, so I was the first one to have this have this problem. I think a lot of boxers had it after me, but it takes the first one to you know to find out whether it's it's dangerous or not. But it was the first year from '97 to '98 where they could compare MRI scans. Because before that, we just had CT scans, and then yeah. obviously, like the mag- magnification for an MRI scan is ten plus whatever more. So they would see things they never seen before because the equipment was better. It was, and that was the issue. Then they seen an issue, a, prob- a potential problem in my scan. They weren't sure what it was, so they said, "Hang on a minute," and, if, and, and we don't we don't quite know what it is. And that, that was a, the right thing to do at the time. The, the stuff that went on after, I just think they were they were a bit negligent, but that, that's fine. But either way. It t- I was the first one. I understand that, and, and unless unless the equipment's gone more, you know, unless it's better again and more and, and goes even further deeper and you can see more, then there's going to be a, obviously you're going to find more issues and you more problems. Yeah. My my big worry about it all is 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 about especially brain stuff is boxers' equipment and training methods are much better, so there's longevity in their career, which seems like a good thing because you're going to have a longer career with less injuries, but 
your brain takes more punishment because you can have longer fights. You can box into your 30s now. Whereas when, when I box, even when I boxed in the 90s, it's not, it's not that long ago, really. Well, it is actually, but it don't seem that long to me. But you know, by the time you were 30, even at my weight, you were there or thereabouts to pack it in. Now, yeah. you know, young Joe Cordina, who's 30, is getting his first world title shot on the yeah. 4th of June. And he's in his, in his, he's in his prime. Do you know what I mean? He's still a young man. We, we perceive him as, but he's 30 years of age. Now, back, take him back to when I was fighting, and he's an old man. That's the truth, isn't it? He's an old man in boxing terms, a 30 and super feather. And, but so what I mean is that, so they're not having loads of fights, but they're all that training and sparring, and they're, and they're boxing. And obviously, you know, the longer you go on, in, in the, the older you get, taking punches can be no, no, your brain cells stop. You stop producing brain cells at a certain age. So, you know, you're only getting worse. And I wonder what they're going to be like, this generation, are going to be like in 20 years' time. Yeah, Billy Graham always says to me that the only thing he never wanted for any of these fighters was longevity. Yeah. To get in yeah. and get out. Yeah, yeah. like okay. I did. <laughs> Fellas, we've only got a minute left. That was really good tonight. I really enjoyed that. I always love talking to you, Barry and John. And well, Barry, you're, I see John every week, so it's just yeah. you I love talking to all the time, oh, Barry. Yeah. John Evans, you know what I mean? He's John. He's a thief. He's an Englishman with a Welsh name. You know. <laughs> Do you know what I thought? I thought it was Welsh, but we looked into it, and it's Irish. All my ancestors are Irish, so oh, I'm English God. with a Welsh name with oh, Irish. You're, 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 you're a Celt anyway. You're a Celt. I'm a full-blooded Englishman. Look at me. But I wear my Union Jack, my Sex Pistols T-shirt, me. I'm Glasgow Rangers this hey, week as well. That's no <laughs> hey, that, that's a sex pest, not sex. Pest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna have to stop recording this now, fellas, because it's gonna cut out any minute. Thanks very much, Barry. We'll get. We'll, hopefully, you'll come and do this again in another two or three months. If you're going to play five a side tonight, you might not be the best player, but you'll be the best dressed. John, thank you very much, and thank everyone for listening. For all boxing info, news, and latest interviews. Amateur and Pro, across and off, click and subscribe. VIP, Boxing Promotions. Also, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.